Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hey, this week's episode is brought to you by Pizza Trocadero. For my money, the best pizza you can eat in Guelph, Ontario. A proud, independent family business run by a punk rocker, Trocadero only uses a rich array of fresh ingredients cut by hand and homemade dough made daily, all baked to perfection inside of a stone oven. It's gourmet panzerotti, calzones, wings, salads, garlic bread, breadsticks, and oh man, the pizza. The pizza, personally... I like the gourmet Domateo with goat cheese, artichoke, roasted red pepper, mushrooms. I sub out the turkey breast for eggplant, but that's just me. Wash the whole thing down with a brio? Man, I am getting hungry just talking about this. Call Pizza Trocadero at 519-829-2444. Visit them at 7 Municipal Street in Guelph and online at trocaderoguelph.ca. T-R-O-K-A-D-E-R-O. G-U-E-L-P-H dot C-A That's Pizza Trocadero A place of the good trade Creative Control with Beach Comic On this episode, Will Butler of the band Well, he's in the band Arcade Fire He's not on the show to talk about Arcade Fire, but He's in a band called Arcade Fire, but he's got a solo album out on Merge Records now. It's called Policy. I like it. I It's been getting good reviews, and it's sort of divisive. It's gotten some bad reviews, I guess, or people who are like, what? What? But I like it. It's good. And uh, Will and I had a chat via an intermediary, so there's like a, the volume's a little low on Will. I try to crank him. Try to crank that guy, <laughs> but I, I he's a little low. Anyway, it's a nice enough short, one of the shortest episodes of the show ever, but what the hell. Here it is, Will Butler talking about policy and other stuff. It's that time of year again. Kazoo Fest is back from April 8th to the 12th with bands like Deerhoof, Absolutely Free, No Joy, Phaedra, Scott Merritt, Motem, Homeshake, Lido Pimienta, Blimp Rock, 
Fetnat, Alana Gurr, Tyson and the Trepids, Fist City, Squeezy C, Black Spirituals, Tyvek, Her Harbor, and more than 25 other musical performances. Also featuring visual art installations, dance and multimedia performances, the Print Expo, and ending with a pancake breakfast. Kazoo Fest is presented by Wellington Brewery, The Cornerstone, Bookshelf, Mike Von Den at Home Group Realty, and CFRU. For accessibility information and further venue details, please visit the website at www.kazookazoo.ca. If you enjoy the Creative Control podcast and want to support it with a monthly pledge, please visit patreon.com slash creative control. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash creative control with two k's. You can pledge one dollar a month or four dollars, eight dollars, thirty dollars, fifty dollars, a hundred dollars a month, whatever you want. There are gifts and incentives to pledge. But more than anything, you can keep the show going. There's no other revenue stream for this podcast. I've been doing it for my own fulfillment and to contribute something to the culture. But I think it's time to see if I can generate some kind of salary from all of this work. So, if you appreciate Creative Control, again, please consider pledging a monthly amount. All of the info you need is at patreon.com slash creativecontrol. Thank you. who many people assume is Canadian because he's a member of the Montreal band Arcade Fire. On his first solo album, the multi-instrumentalist delves deep into American songwriting traditions and crafts these rousing pop and rock blasts that are incisive and more revealing with each listen. They are joyous and angry and inspire listeners to question both what they're hearing, both on this record and almost anywhere else. The new album is called Policy. It's out now via Merge Records, and Butler and his band have been hitting the road Pretty hard, including stops at the Horseshoe Tavern on March 27th and two nights at Montreal's Bar Le Ritz PDB on March 28th and 29th. Here now to discuss some of these things is Will Butler. Hi, Will. How are you? <laughs> Good. How are you? Good. That was the worst introduction I've ever done for anyone ever. I'll fix it in post. I, I, I will try. Now, where are you, Will? 
I am in Biloxi, Mississippi. What is going on in Biloxi today? Uh, they have an ocean there that huh. we are going to. Nice. <laughs> they have an ocean. Good for them. That's some sort, of, some sort of Mexican Gulf. Oh, okay. That's that sounds good. I hope hopefully that'll be fun. Now, when some artists step away from their band to make a solo album, it can kind of sound like a like a jailbreak. Um, and I don't know that you've really taken on some new idiom on policy, but I wonder how liberating was it for you to make this record? Uh, very liberating. I mean, it's it's nice to to have less opinions. <laughs> is that is is that the main thing? You just did. You didn't listen to anyone else. Well, no. I mean, it, it's it's nice to have the responsibility, also, where you're like, it, it's good. You know, the lightness of it and the heaviness of it are both. It's like, oh yeah, I'm doing work. Like lifting boxes, bend with the lift with the legs, not with the back. Right, right. How long have these songs actually been percolating for you? I mean. Maybe half of them have been percolating in some form for three to five years, and the other half are a little fresher. Okay. And was there ever a chance they might turn up on an Arcade Fire album in some way? Uh, I mean, bits bits of the flavor might have, ultimately, but not, not as songs, not songs as such. Okay. Is that is that even a, a possibility? Is that an outlet for you? Like, if you had a song idea, like, if you had one of these song ideas and you brought it to the table for a record in that band... Would it would it possibly make it, or is this just something you have to do on your own? Uh, it would be a very different process if that if I brought it to the table like that. It's a little more amorphous the arcade fire process. So it's I mean, and and these songs particularly are are I chose to to put them out on this album because they work best as as something with just one point of view, I think. Mm-hmm. Now, you mentioned that uh, you there are fewer opinions. Like, you've been working in a unit for so long now in Arcade Fire. I mean, I know Jeremy Guerra played drums on this album, but I'm curious, did you seek songwriting advice from your brother, Wynn, or anyone else in, in that band, or did you just feel like, I'm going to do this on my own? Screw everybody. I mean, I come from the, the writing workshop tradition where... Uh, you do a draft and you show it to people and you do another draft and you show it to people and you do another draft. Maybe you don't show that one, but then you show them the next one. So I'm, I'm always, I always like to have an idea and bounce it off people and then polish it some more. So I, I definitely did that with the band. You know, I would play, play songs in the tour bus. I would, I would play songs for people and get feedback, but in a, in more in a, more like a writing class kind of way. Did anybody outside of the band have significant input into the songs on Policy? Yeah, I mean, I played them for Marcus Drabs, our longtime collaborator. I, I played them for um, Nicolon A, who mixed me on Bible and some of the suburbs. I played it for, uh, you know, I, pl- I played it around for folks. Okay, that's that's interesting to me. How long have you yourself been writing your own songs? Uh, kind of forever, essentially forever. <laughs> but this is your this is the first. Re- is this the first thing? Like this is your first real record, right? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. But you've been writing songs forever. That's, I mean, I think all musicians are always writing everything forever. I didn't. I didn't finish things. I don't finish anything. <laughs> God help me. <laughs> so uh, is this? Is this... Like, I think everyone always sits at, at an instrument and 
games all all day every day. I suspect. Okay, but I mean, this is the only thing we've seen seen the light of day so far. Is there a whole batch of songs that are just waiting to come out? Uh, I mean, there there's a lot of. I mean, there 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 were other completed songs I could have put together, but they didn't fit, and they some of them are worse, some of them are good, and some of them are one-dimensional, and some of them are two-dimensional. Hmm. Some of them are four-dimensional. Um, so yeah, there's a lot of material, but, but not a lot of finished A-plus material. Okay, okay. Now what view of your life, or even your country, does policy provide? There's a lot of there's a lot of different characters on policy, and they're not all me, but they're all they all share emotions that I've had in my life <laughs> in different like a lot of the anger, a lot of the desperation I certainly don't currently feel hmm. but have have felt and know that they exist, and sometimes you feel them between two and four in the morning uh, and then yeah, I mean all I I identify the music as American, and I identify myself as American largely as an issue of accuracy. Okay, <laughs> right, okay. <laughs> that it, that it, that it, no, just that, it, that that's, that's the world that it's coming from. Like, that's the, the heritage. That's the, uh, like, I, it's hard for me to tell the world because I'm within that world. Like, I'm not seeing it from the outside. Then you'd have to ask, ask an Australian what features of my music are most American. Are you where are you living these days? Uh, still in Montreal. We I'm spending more time in New York with with my family, mm-hmm. but we're still we're still vaguely Montreal based. Okay, so when you say that you're writing about you're American, so you're writing about you're writing from an American perspective about America, even though you've been living in Montreal for some time. Okay. Now, this this term, policy, is a very dry, bureaucratic term on some level. It reminds me, well, specifically, Bri Webb. Do you know Bri Webb? Yeah, yeah, I know Bri. Bri has a song called Policy on his last album. So immediately, I find it interesting that he just, and that was like, I think last year that thing came out. Policy (laughs) seems to be something that has infiltrated at least two people I know in terms of their... Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Music, what does that term mean to you? I mean, it's a little bit, there's a few different reasons. One is just that I, it's not a It's not a particularly political album, and it's not a Clash album or a 
public enemy album or anything but it the art i was consuming was very political i mean i was i'm more apt to listen to a political podcast than a new album essentially these days <laughs> okay so the this idea of so you're not critiquing any specific policy just the idea that there might be policies <laughs> well, much, much as much as that, much that funeral was not literally about funerals, but what came from a world where there had been people dying and there were funerals involved, and that was part of the world that the music came from. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a similar idea with policy. Okay, are you? Well, that's one, one. That's one aspect of the title, I would say. And the rest, you're kind of keeping close to the vest. No, I mean another one is that I think it. I think the record is very diverse. And I could have given it like a Leonard Cohen-y type title, like eight songs. But then I would have just been like, oh, this is a random piece of weirdness. And I think I wanted to say that there, that it is, because it is constructed. It isn't just like slapdash, let's put these, let's, 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 whatever, just put them in the blender. But it is, there is a policy and there is a thought behind it and there's an intention. It, it's constructed. It's man-made. <laughs> right. Okay. You mentioned political music, and one of the things that struck me about policy is that it it reminded me a little bit of John Lennon's solo recordings. Um, and it, maybe this goes back to that jailbreak analogy I made earlier. I hear his early 1970s spirit in the rawness of things like Sing to Me and the genre experimentation of Something's Coming. Uh, his work at the time was also pretty critical of the status quo with a lot of interpersonal and I think global politics mixed in there. Does does someone like Lenin's work does that does that mean anything to you? Yeah, very much so. I mean, even just literally on a sonic level, the the Plastic Ono Band album is what I played for the engineers. I played them that in the breeders. So I think the record sounds something like this. <laughs> oh, interesting. There's an actual direct connection. Yeah. Huh. So what is it about what is it about the sound and maybe the spirit of that record that that speaks to you? I mean, it's so simple and direct. Uh, not a lot of instruments, a lot of dry recording, um, but really, really beautiful. Um, and it's and it's it's very. The music is very nostalgic. I mean, it's also like sounds like fifties music sometimes, sounds like sixties music sometimes, sounds like seventies music sometimes. Sometimes it sounds like it's from like nineteen ninety. <laughs> Which, which I equally wanted to not care about when my record sounded like I wanted it to sound like 2015, but 2015 can sound like 1957 or 1981. I think 2015 is too young to have its own uh, vintage, don't you think? <laughs> uh, maybe. <laughs> have you had the uh, that experience of coming to a solo record by someone whose band you love and being either pleasantly or negatively surprised by what they came came up with? Who's the Who's the guy? The guy that was in Buffalo Springfield. Uh, Neil Young. Yeah, oh, yeah Neil Young. <laughs> right, Neil Young is a guy who's branched off, and you thought, "How did you feel about what he did on his own?" It was, it was great. It was great when he. It was great that his main band got back together a couple of years ago and toured again. But uh, yeah, he's been he's been doing great on his own. So you you think of yourself as. Well, maybe I maybe I'm putting too much into this, uh, but you you don't see yourself as a Neil Young type, but you see him as uh, exemplary of a guy who was in a, a strong band, but then moved on 
to make a go of it on his own. Yeah, except I mean, I'm not, I'm not currently moving on, nor do I, I necessarily see moving on from Arcade Fire. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, it's quite aesthetically satisfying. I just think it's funny that he's also that he's like a solo guy that's been like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Has anything about the reception to uh, Policy irked you? No, I've I've been quite happy. I mean, the only thing that bugs me ever is factual errors, and there's been rare, very few factual errors in response to the album. <laughs> what would <laughs> because do- I'm happy, like? What I love, I love that. Like a lot of people are like, "Oh, Anna is a piece of garbage," and then some people are like, "And Anna is like the thing I want to dance to all day," and people are like, "Oh, and Sing to Me is such a boring album track on a short album. Who needs it?" And then you're like, "I play Sing to Me every night, and I weep." And I'm like, oh, great. <laughs> yeah, you're getting you're getting all of it, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Now you turned you turned really high, really hard behind Reflector with Arcade Fire. The tour ends. You take a small break, then you hit the road hard again. Why are you doing this right now? Well, it's not that hard. I'm doing two weeks on, two weeks off, two weeks on, two weeks off. Uh, yeah, it's not it's not that hard. Okay. It's, been, it's almost been six months since the Reflector tour ended. Has it been that long? I feel like time... I just had a second kid, so I don't know what the hell's going on. September, October, November, December, January. Yeah, it's been like... I think we ended in August. Oh, okay. All right. Well, so this was always... Oh, it was always in the plans. You were going to roll out this record when the when the break happened, the hiatus happened. It has been, it has been quite hectic. Don't get me wrong. Okay. <laughs> Does this experience feel like starting over for you? Uh... It feels just shockingly natural. Like putting the band together for this tour has been so, so freaking easy, and the music has come so easy, and the shows are going great. And and uh, yeah, it feels very feels very normal. Okay, that's good. That's good to hear. So, what's next for you? So I'm doing half of March, half of April, half of May on tour, and then I'll take the summer off. And then, I don't know about the fall. I mean, I, I want to check in with Arcade Fire people. Because, you know, after tour, everyone kind of shuts down for a minute. They'll be like, hey, guys, how's it going? And maybe we, I wouldn't be shocked if we started work in the fall. But if not, I might play some more dates. Or maybe I'll go into the studio or something. Okay, so the, the you're trying to... This isn't a case where you're trying to make the most of your time off. Like, I mean, on some level, it is, right? You know that that machine is going to rev up again, and you got to do this while you can. Yeah, I mean, I'm. I want to do. I want to make hay while the worm turns. No, I'm. You know, I'm still young enough that I can handle doing six weeks of band tour a year while while also having a day job, another band. So I I, I kind of want to seize the moment while I. You know, well, before I have kids in school and stuff like that. Right. Okay, cool. Well, once again, Will Butler's new album is called Policy. It's out now via Merge Records, and he and his band are on tour right now, which includes stops at the Horseshoe Tavern on March 27th and two nights at Montreal's Bar Le Ritz PDB on March 28th and 29th. I believe both of those uh, cities' shows are all sold out, right? I believe they are. That is. Are you going to play bigger shows in those cities? Because I feel like the demand is high. Will. Yeah, I think I will. Like certainly Montreal and Toronto, 
New York, Philly, everything that's, you know, everything within a six-hour drive. <laughs> right, right. Okay, cool. Is there a song from Policy that I can play for people right now? You could play Witness, I guess. Why not play Witness? Okay, why did that come to mind? Uh, I don't know. As people have been live. Now that the record's out, because Take My Side and Anna have been out for a little while. Now that the record's out, people are like, oh, I like Witness. And it's been going good at the shows, so I feel like, I feel like people are liking Witness. Okay, that's fair. This is gotta give the people what they like. <laughs> you're you're a crowd pleaser. This is Witness by Will Butler. Will, it was great to talk to you, and I wish you all the best. Thank you.
Hey, thanks again for checking out Creative Control with Vish Khanna. You can email me about the show at creativecontrol933 at gmail.com. That's creative with a K, control with a K, 933 at gmail.com. You can also follow our Twitter at Vish Creative, V-I-S-H-K-R-E-A-T-I-V-E. And you can also like our Facebook page. A version of this show airs on CFRU in Guelph every Wednesday at noon Eastern. And you can listen to that online at CFRU.ca or if you're in the KW region at 93.3 FM in Guelph. You can also sign up for the weekly mailing list for the podcast and the, and the show at vishkana.com and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. I believe that is everything I wanted to tell you. Thank you once again. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.